Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. We must remember that all kids need to eat. Presents are important, but no kid should go hungry. We'll be talking with that program, as well as inflation, consumers, and the new year. What to look for? That's on the table. Oh, yes, and artificial intelligence. That might be key to driver safety as small and medium business owners begin to rely on artificial intelligence. And now is the time to act against cancer. Don't wait. Get your cancer screenings. We'll tell you why. And more importantly, it's time for you to sit back and listen. It's the Florida Roundtable. So much information coming your way. I hope you enjoy it. I am Melissa Fox, and you are listening to the Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6000. When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. It's the season for Melissa Fox to run freely and enjoy all kinds of things. And right now, we're going to have an interview with the director of No Kid Hungry Florida. So if you would please welcome to the Florida Roundtable, Sky Beer. Beer, beer, beer. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. I have the honor of serving as the Florida director for No Kid Hungry. So our team is is doing the the good state-based work here to make sure children um, are well-connected to meal programs across the state. Um, No Kid Hungry is a campaign of a larger national organization called Share Our Strength that does lots of great work across the state in addition to No Kid Hungry. Um, And No Kid Hungry is really laser focused on eliminating child hunger and addressing those root causes. Um, And we do that in a number of ways that I'd be happy to share with you this morning. I would love to hear some of them. Just lay it out there for me. How do we help? (laughs) Sure. Um, One of the the things that we find often when we are tackling issues like child hunger is that it really isn't 
Um, in most communities in the state, a lack of food. There is often ample food. What we often find that it's it's really an issue of better connecting children and families to those meal programs that are already there. So we we do that in a number of ways with a number of really fantastic partners across the state. And uh, one of the uh, core ways we do our work is through uh, providing grants to schools, to community organizations, nonprofits, faith-based entities, really anybody who is um, has their mission to, to feed children and families. Um, and we've granted nearly um, $11 million actually since March 2020 when the pandemic entered our lives because the need has been so great. So granting is a big part of what we do. We have a strong uh, advocacy component to our work that we can talk a little bit about today, um, chatting with great folks like you and your audience to elevate the importance of this issue. And as I mentioned, partnerships, because really none of us can do this work alone. Ah, and that does make sense. It takes a village, as they say, and obviously we have a lot of work to do here. Now, I keep seeing stories in the news about inflation and rising prices, and frankly, when I go to the grocery store, it's a challenge to keep on budget. How do these factors that are out there, the housing market, food, fuel, how are they influencing families' abilities to put food on the table here in our state? Yeah, and I'm sure that you are are not alone in that experience in the grocery store. That is that is my experience for my family as well, and and a lot of us are, are have been finding that for quite a while, and that makes it incredibly challenging for families who uh, are already struggling to put food on their family table. One thing that's important to remember is that we had child hunger really in every community um, pre where we are now with right. inflation and food costs pre COVID. Um, every community was tackling child hunger in, in some way. Um, and we're looking right now at about one in six ch- children are living in homes that are really considered food insecure. Mm. Um, so when we look at the, the impact across our state and the number of families that are impacted, it is significant. And that, that really looks different um, in every family. But in many families, that's really having to make tough decisions when they go to the grocery store, which family members are going to have the ability to eat that evening? How are we going to divide up a small amount of food amongst the family members? Am I putting gas in the car to get to work? Am I going to make that additional run to the grocery store? So it's a tough, tough time uh, for many families, particularly now with the rising costs of of groceries. Yeah, it sure makes sense to me that it would be hard for anybody out there. Uh, Most of us seem to be working from paycheck to paycheck with maybe a little bit of a buffer from keeping us out in the streets. But food, so important, especially with our growing children. Now, what resources are you providing uh, to try and end child hunger here in Florida? Yeah, and it is such a, um, it's, it's at the same time a very complicated issue, but also at the same time, it's an incredibly solvable problem. Right. Uh, when we look at what we know will move the needle um, to address child hunger, there are some real solutions to that. And some of it is, as I mentioned, funding. You know, there are programs, there are schools, there are community partners who are feeding more people than they ever thought that they were going to, to need to budget for. So we come alongside those organizations as a resource for funding as a resource for innovative ideas, we really are interested in, in seeing what's happening not only across Florida, but across the country and sharing those lessons learned. We're talking with Sky Beard. She's the director of No Kid Hungry Florida. If you need information on getting food, please go to nokidhungry.org. That's right, nokidhungry.org. You're doing a great job. I love it. Thank you so much, Sky. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
New Year's resolution? I've got one. Stop paying too much for cell service. Hi, Brian Mudd here for Affinity Cellular. They're offering up to three months of free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Or keep your current phone. Affinity offers unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. It's one resolution that's easy to keep. Visit AffinityCellular.com. That's A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular. Everything you need and nothing you don't. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, Archie Bello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibella for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit BrainHealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at BrainHealth.gov. It's the Florida Roundtable, and as consumers are looking at the challenges, high inflation, the numbers, the rising interest rate every time we turn around, well, TransUnion is projecting some serious delinquency rates are going to rise in the year 2023 for credit products, auto loans, credit cards, personal loans. Those serious delinquency rates are expected to increase. TransUnion again forecasts consumers will continue to gain access to loans and such. That'll offset some economic challenges. But the person that really knows the deal is Michelle Ranieri, and she is the vice president and head of U.S. research for TransUnion. Welcome to the Florida Roundtable, Michelle. Oh, thank you. Nice to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you. I'm sorry to hear that a lot of our consumers are going to be in some serious delinquency. But uh, and, and, of course, the increasing rates, they're talking about it as of this week, raising it up again another half a notch. So overall, how is the consumer credit market doing and what's in store for next year? Yeah, so TransUnion has been doing this forecast for over 14 years. We combine the macro data with the consumer credit data to get the outlook for next year. And so what we found for 2023 is that cards, personal loans, and mortgages are going to have a decrease in new originations where people get new loans, but they're also going to have an increase in delinquencies, so people missing their payments and being late on their payments. Now, that was for those three. For auto, we're seeing an increase in originations, and we're seeing kind of flat delinquencies. And then finally, we're seeing a comeback for home equity lines and loans because refinancing your house is so expensive with higher interest rates right now that we're seeing those um, home equity products coming back. 
Ah, I see. So the consumer credit market's a little different today than it was perhaps prior to and obviously during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, and um, during the pandemic, I mean, there was a, a large influx of money and a lot of positive cash flow for consumers. And so we saw record numbers of credit cards, of new personal loans, and certainly of mortgages. So mortgage purchases as well as mortgage refinances because interest rates were so low. And so now we're seeing a little bit of a change. We're seeing those originations come back for personal loans and cards. A lot of times lenders will become really specialized in the kind of lending that they do. So a subprime lender will become really subprime in their focus and won't be dabbling in other parts of the market. Same thing with prime lenders. And so what that does is it means that consumers might need to shop around a little bit more to find the loan or the credit card that matches their needs. And for mortgage, I mean, um, with, with refinancing as well as purchase, those interest rates are so high that most people are opting just not to move right now. I mean, they're kind of golden handcuffs. If you've got a really good interest rate, you're not going to move just to the next suburb next door because you wanted to move. You're going to stay there until interest rates come down. If you still need to get to your um, equity and like consolidate a loan or something, you're more likely to just do a home equity and to peel off a piece of your equity with a loan or a line. Ah, I see. Now, you know, in Florida here, we also have issues with property insurance and home insurance. Frankly, it's happened. It's been going on, but now it's worse because of the hurricanes that we had this past season. But uh, how do consumers feel about the country? Uh, you guys have that Pulse survey. Can you give us a little bit about the Consumer Pulse study and what, uh, what you found? Yeah, so um, there was a lot of optimism. So 50%, 52% of consumers surveyed said that they were optimistic about their financial future in the next 12 months. And then when we drilled down into that, we found that the um, younger generations, the Gen Z and the millennials, two-thirds of them were optimistic about the next 12 months financially. And so I think that that's because at the beginning of a person's career, a lot of times they'll get more frequent increases in their pay. They'll get more frequent promotions. They might change jobs and get a big pay bump, more than people who are more established in their careers. And so um, that means that younger generations might be keeping pace or even outpacing the change of their wages compared to what the uh, inflation rate is. And so they might actually feel like they're a little bit richer as, as the next year comes along. Oh, my goodness. We're talking with Michelle Ren Renner. Oh, oh, wait, Renneri. There it is. Michelle Renneri came back to me. She's the vice president and head of U.S. research for TransUnion. You know them. They're the consumer credit folks. And uh, you're responsible for managing teams of analysts and consultants and all kinds of math and data and solutions. How is that? Do you like it? I love it. Yeah, it, it's really great. So um, there's so much data that we actually have because we have the entire nation's credit data. And so that means that we can do so many different studies. So when something's going on in the economy, like interest rates, increasing and inflation increasing, we're able to pick up that data and see what it actually means to consumers and then dissect it like we have with the different generations 
to get an idea of how it's impacting people. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic job. I get to, to play with the data and numbers all day long. Oh, I'm glad. You know, it seems like a good fit for you, honestly. I mean, you're the vice president and head of the research. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's working out. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Michelle, um, we mentioned about inflation and that folks actually felt kind of positive about that. How is that really affecting our consumers and borrowing habits? Yeah, so with inflation and then kind of subsequently the interest rates, we are seeing that um, when the interest rates go up with the Fed, certainly that goes down to the consumer in the way of increased interest rates. So most credit cards are variable rate. And so most people probably have credit cards right now that are variable rate and they may not realize it. And so if they're getting mail from their credit card company and they don't usually pay attention to it, now is the time to pay attention and to open it because they need to give you 45, 60 days of a heads up that their uh, interest rate is going to go up. And so that's on the new balances that you'll be carrying. So um, it's good for people to know in case that makes a difference in how much of a balance they're going to carry or which credit card that they use. And so... Um, that, that's one of the things that directly in, impacts consumers right now. The, the other thing I'd say is that as you carry a balance on credit cards, that it's more expensive now with the higher interest rates, but you have choices. So if you have a home and have equity in it, you might get a home equity loan that might be less expensive, a lower interest rate, and pay off those credit cards and do a debt consolidation or if you don't have a home, you could also do that with a personal loan and get a lower interest rate so that you're not paying so much interest on the credit cards. Ooh. Now, you mentioned before, uh, earlier in our interview here, about uh, the loans that are being offered out there. Are there more loans being offered by lenders today? There might not be. So because they are getting more specialized during times of economic stress, they get really specialized in the way that they do their business and, and, and do their balance sheet. And so if a subprime lender is really concentrating on subprime, that means that they may not have offers out for everybody. They may just have offers out for, for subprime. And so during times of economic stress, it's not unusual for consumers to have to shop a little bit more to find the right product for them because they're not as abundant. I see. Now, uh, have consumer credit preferences changed since the pandemic or during the pandemic? Their preferences. So um, certainly they have changed with regard to to mortgage because of the interest rates being high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would say probably also some with personal loans. I, I've seen that there was a an all-time high of personal loans and of cards recently. And so there definitely was more credit being used in the last couple of years and, and new originations. Ah, and is there like a specific, a specific loan that they favor over another? And again, we're talking consumers. A, a particular loan? Yeah, particular types of loan. Now, you mentioned personal credit, equity loan. Is there one that stands out that, or is it just each is a, you know, fits the individual situation? Yeah, you know, it's best to fit your best your own situation. So if it's something that's shorter term, then it probably is a credit card. So it might be something that you could pay off in a few months. 
if it's something that is longer, that's when people would turn to the home equity loan if they have that equity or to a personal loan. So it's kind of like the right tool for the job. Yeah. And so I think that people know more about credit now and know how to, to align those. Now, I heard, and I could be wrong because it's your job to do this, not me, um, but I heard that a lot of folks got pretty in deep on their credit cards over the last two years due to the pandemic and work situations, et cetera. Um, did, have you seen that? Is that true? We did see that. So um, in addition to the new originations, we did see all-time high balances also. And so balances meaning that they carried the balance from month to month. And so people did get used to using credit cards. It does look like that. So we're talking right now with Michelle Ranieri. She's the vice president and head of U.S. research for TransUnion. And they have the uh, quarterly consumer pulse study. What if, uh, if any findings did surprise you with this study? Um, the biggest surprise was that consumers were so optimistic about the next year and that younger consumers were most optimistic. So I think that that's really surprising yeah. and, um, and, and good news. Mm. Hey, uh, last question, what can we do as consumers to hedge against inflation and perhaps improve the, the credit picture, if you will? So to improve the, their credit, the biggest thing that people can do is um, pay bills on time. So we're sitting here, too, in the middle of December. So to have a budget, if you're looking at purchasing gifts and, and holiday um, parties and dinners, that think about how much you can afford to spend. So you don't have to do a budget where you take out a spreadsheet or get an app. You can do a budget just by knowing how much you have left over normally, month to month, and figure out how much you're comfortable going over that to pay it off in a couple of months. And then stick to it. So um, that's important as well as paying your bills on time and to not max out your credit cards. If you go over 30% of your, of your credit limit, you can start to have some points off of your credit score fall away. And so if you have to go over that, then try to get it paid down as quickly as you can. So let's recap. Uh, it looks like the 2023 forecast is, uh, well, going to have some new balances, auto loan, credit cards, mortgage, personal loan balances, serious delinquency rates, things like that. New, ro- uh, new loans might be a little, bit, uh, a little bit adjusted, so we should pay attention to our mail if we see credit card uh, bills come in or such. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Mm, perfect. I thought I was paying attention. I never know. You know, sometimes when we're talking math and I start doing numbers in my head, I get a little, you know, bogged down. As I said, that's your area of expertise, Michelle. Uh, but uh, finally, where can we go to get more information about this uh, topic when it comes to inflation, consumers, and the new year, 2023? Yeah, you can go to transunion.com and since the pandemic, we offer weekly free um, credit reports. And so take a look at your credit report. And um, we've made it very easy for consumers to understand. So you don't have to be a loan broker anymore to understand your credit report. <laughs> Perfect. Michelle Ranieri, thank you so much for joining us today. And have a wonderful 2023. You too. Thank you. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. The following is an actor portrayal. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Sonia, a health insurance navigator. I love my job because I make people's lives easier. If you don't have access to health insurance through your job, I can help you find affordable coverage. Open enrollment ends January 15th, so call now. The help is free and there's no obligation. A navigator like me can show you all your available health coverage options. Visit CoveringFlorida.org to make an appointment. That's C-O-V-E-R-I-N-G-F-L-O-R-I-D-A.org. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Crump witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as the Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed, we invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion, or your race, or because you have children, or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, File a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. 
It's the Florida Roundtable, and each new cancer diagnosis, whether it's from someone in the public eye or a close family member, kind of serves as an important reminder that cancer can impact anyone, especially if you're not paying attention and you're not caught up with your recommended screenings. With that in mind, I have Dr. Samarda Brennan Prescott with me. Dr. Prescott, how are you today? Hello, good afternoon. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. Oh, I'm so glad. Now, the fight is far from over when it comes to cancer. Can you explain why, not just the pandemic, but why people are falling behind on routine cancer screenings? What's happening? Well, you know, we've. I want to start with we've come a long way, but we still have longer to go. Okay. The truth is the pandemic put us back a couple steps. Routine cancer screening is essential for our health, but that knowledge has to be there and and resources have to be there. So we have to start talking about the barriers people are having to getting this done. Okay. And what are some of the barriers? Well, the reality is pre-pandemic, you know, economic inequalities are going to be a role. Can I afford it? Do I have a primary care to refer me? Um, Do I understand what the process is and what the benefit is? Um, A lot of access issues is is education and knowing where and when to go. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. There are a lot of critical breakthroughs, as you did start up. We're getting in places that we need to be. And the field of oncolic medicine, a lot of breakthrough. Four million breast cancer survivors so far in the United States, which is a huge number. Actually, it's bigger than any other cancer survivor group. But the fight's not over, as we just said. Are we talking about breast cancer screenings? What kind of cancer screenings are we talking about, Dr. Brennan? So I am a big believer in all cancer screenings. The top ones that we're looking at, obviously, is colon cancer. This is cancer screening week. Mm. So we want to talk about colon cancer screening. We want to talk about breast cancer screening. We want to talk about um, prostate screening and lung cancer screening. These are the four main essentials that have come such a long way with new innovation and options. I always tell people, even within my own practice, you know, the goal is to find it early. Mm. Um, Nobody is giving you cancer. Unfortunately, it actually is there. But if we can find it early, there's a huge difference. So that would obviously... I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. If you have time, I'll tell you a little story. I do. I have two sisters that I I took care of, um, lovely women. One got her mama damn grown. The other was, eh, I'll put it off. Both ended up with breast cancer. Oh, my. Now, one, the one who got the mammogram finding, that was a two-month emotional experience. Um, The doctors acted on it, took care of it. She's cancer-free. The sister who didn't, we found it through a lump. Now, that is a two-year process. So the emotionality, the time, a lot of people don't realize the benefits of early detection. And, and I've seen it forehand, and I always tell that story. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's a great example of either the, the, the quickness of being able to diagnose and deal or the, obviously, two years with a lump. It's just, you know, I mean, it almost, it's common sense, but it's, it's not common enough right now. And uh, we've got to get out there. Right now, this segment is called Act Now Against Cancer. Don't wait to get your cancer screenings. I've got Dr. Brennan Prescott from Optimum. You're an internal medicine uh, practitioner, right? 
That's correct. Um, I take care of people from the age of 19 to 101 in my office. Oh, if you're um, 102, you're out of luck. I know, right? <laughs> the truth of the matter is um, we love on our patients through early prevention. We are very passionate about screening, and it's about education. I find if you find the root of the source of perception, you can change that perception and get this done. It makes sense. What are the hardest people to reach when it comes to getting folks in for cancer screenings? The hardest for me is actually um, men. Ah. I, and I don't need to throw it out there like no. that. Hey, it's call <laughs> them out. It's tr- if it's true, it's true, Dr. Brennan Prescott. Um, I find um, men, we, it, the visual is not there. This is something I need to do right now. Maybe I can put it off. Um, so I find if you simplify and explain benefit, you'll get through. Um, I find there's racial disparities. Mm. There are differences between Hispanic, African-American people versus um, their Caucasian counterparts in screening, whether it's getting it done, finding cancer, um, mortality related to it, survival related to it. We need to have set focuses, bringing them into the flock of education and the importance of um, the screening. Sounds like we need some community outreach when it comes to cancer screening. Now, what groups are more at risk than others for cancer and cancer mortality? When we talk about groups, we know African Americans are at higher risk of of cancer mortality in comparison to their 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 counterparts that are Caucasian. And we're talking rates like, you know, 40% for black women. Um, Sometimes, and I give credence to whoever needs credence, 25% decreased screening around the country has happened during the pandemic. That's, you know, people that would have been found early. Mm. Um, And it really hit hard in a lot of socioeconomic status, lower um, areas physically. Um, when you compare um, in comparison to the Hispanics, Hispanics are not people just withdrew, I feel, during the pandemic, and then that just put us back so far in the education towards what's needed. I see. Yes, folks, you got to do this. Get the cancer screenings, and, and the earlier, the better. Um, maybe, what, what do we routinely screen for? Can you tell me what cancers we routinely screen for? So... But try and true, I always want people to get their um, colon cancer screening. The, there's also scientists need multiple ways to get that done now. Um, oh, yeah, poop in a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always tell people, if there's a poop in a box, then take care of a colostomy bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost definitely. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and I, I tell people all the time, it, it's perspective. And what I try to do is give them the perspective of you can do screening, colon screening, literally just testing the the stool for blood. Mm -hmm. I actually advocate a lot for my younger patients. I want you to get your first colonoscopy. I want you to get it, 45. Ah, that's when I had mine. The history of anything a little earlier, get it with the appropriate age and screening. You know, the thing is, you got to talk to your doctor about it. Yes, yes. You know, you just you reminded me of something. People. You reminded me of yeah, something. We're talking with Dr. Samarta Brennan Prescott. Um, when I was younger, and my grandmother on my dad's side had breast cancer, and uh, in the '60s had uh, the entire breast removed, and I wanted to get screened when I was in my mid twenties. 
for they refused to do that. Uh, is there a way around that now, especially if you have a history of that for women? Just wondering. That's a good question. Um, what it is is we know more now. Oh, good. So now that we know more genetics, now that we know more the the correlation with family history, mm-hmm. um, we now extrapolate that, and then we have different screening tools based on that. So if you so, have a history, yeah, there's a way around that, and you can do it. Because they say, come back when you're 45. I'm like, um, I really want to be on mm-hmm. top of things, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What you want to do is plug into your primary care, have a discussion about it, at our office, we want to know mom, sisters, the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. And then we now take that information and apply it to the appropriate screening. Uh, and I can't tell you how many, you know, early screening has done so much for people. The longevity, the survival rates. Now, what about, um, uh, now we're doing, we're doing oncology with regards to uh, cancer screening, colon in particular, colonoscopies. Also, want to talk about breast cancer and uh, and lung cancer and all those things are all, all can be detected with an early screening. Is that right? That is correct. <laughs> See, people? Um, the big thing is knowing risk factors. You got to go in, talk to your primary care um, you know, go to your health department, have that discussion about what your risks are. Um, if your risks are different or if, if they're age appropriate, we want to start the process. Doctor, where can we go and get more information? I'm sure my listeners would love to follow up. Absolutely. The CDC has multiple um, screening options. One thing I like is the if we are so we need to realize that even if you lack the economic, irregularities towards being able to have a set primary care, there's still screening options. Of course. You can go to the health department. The Affordable Care Act has now made it that you can actually get these things covered. Um, so we want to realize that times have changed. Um, resources have changed. We need to recognize that we first stop your health department your, your local physicians yeah, who yeah. are there your for you. County is uh, community clinics. They, they're often um, um, what we call religious-based hospitals out there will help you. All those resources are available. You're right, doctor. They just have to get up and do it. Put it on your calendar. First thing, make that your New Year's resolution, right? Exactly. Doctor, it's been awesome. This has been Dr. Samarta Brennan Prescott on Florida Roundtable. Thank you so much for visiting us today. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful Christmas. Oh, thank you. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Congratulations, everyone. 
You might not have noticed, but you have traveled over 92 million miles last year in your trip around the sun. It's been quite a journey. As we begin this new year, I've got a question. Who is at the center of your universe, you or Jesus? Hundreds of years ago, astronomer Copernicus proved that the sun was at the center of the solar system, not the earth. And while most of us know this, at that time, it completely revolutionized the understanding of the universe. In a similar way, many of us need to experience a revolution in our spiritual lives. You see, we tend to center our lives around ourselves, much like trying to make the sun revolve around the earth. Yet the Bible says that everything is being created for him and through him. So isn't it time to make your life revolve around Jesus? This is Brian Wright, looking forward to this year's trip around the sun, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. It's the Florida Roundtable, and a recent survey has revealed that two-thirds, yes, yeah, 66% of decision-makers at small, medium businesses yeah, with a fewer than like a thousand employees and five or more vehicles in their fleets, yeah, they're making financial decisions based on immediate needs instead of safety. Well, guess what? Smart tech and AI driving solutions may help them. With this in mind, VP Fleet Safety Strategy, Barrett Young. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well. well. How are you? I'm good. That's a heck of a title, VP of Fleet Safety Strategy. So what is that? What do you do? Yes. So over here at Nextdown, we've actually created some really remarkable technology through artificial intelligence to address how uh, drivers and commercial vehicles operate on the road we, with the ultimate goal of just reducing risk, improving safety, so we can uh, reduce the number of accidents that actually happen. Well, the roads are crowded, right? All kinds of, of commercial vehicles out there. How does that impact the safety of, say, all the drivers on the road? Of course, and there are, there are more drivers on the road, especially during this time of year, both commercial and consumer. So naturally, risk inherently increases. It's a law of probability that something will happen. And so by addressing safety directly with the commercial drivers and improving the driver behavior in real time, we actually have some control over reducing that risk. Mm -hmm. um, but let me kick you off with a quick bold statement. The way that we've been taught to improve driver and fleet safety is perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. Oh. There's a new and better way through AI technology and positive reinforcement and scalable driver coaching. Now, there was a survey, and the survey revealed a few things. 91% of the small and, uh, and medium business owners think that their fleet of commercial vehicles would benefit from an AI safety solution, something that can access, uh, assess the speed, traffic sign compliance, even distracted driving, and uh, also alerting drivers of risky business, you know, the behavior behind the wheel and such. So um, what is, what's the holdup? Why are we not doing it? Yeah, so we've actually seen a fairly uh, large adoption on AI technology across commercial vehicles. Um, in fact, AI in general sounds super techy, but in this situation, uh, it's really just a co-pilot. Uh, according to the survey, 82% of drivers actually wish they had a virtual coach. 
And what it does is it provides real-time alerts inside the cab. It can alert them to speeding or following too close, or if they're distracted and looking at their phone, uh, which ultimately helps prevent accidents before they happen. Mm. So what else did this recent survey uh, reveal about the challenges for these decision makers, especially at the small and medium businesses, if they have five commercial fleets or more? Uh, What's holding them up? What did it reveal? There actually were two really interesting stats. Uh, First, 59% that they said that they would consider punishing drivers for bad driving which actually goes uh, against the mantra here at Netrodyne, where we say science says to improve behavior and improve safety, you need to encourage positive reinforcement. So rewarding drivers for the great things they're doing so they do more of that. Um, And commercial fleets really need a system like Netrodyne so they can do that. Um, Second is the financial burden of running a fleet where margins are already razor thin, 100%, not 95 or 98, 100% express interest in technology that can help save on fuel costs. Obviously, fuel is at an all-time high. It's a very hot topic right now. But by addressing the risky or aggressive driving behavior, like hard accelerations or hard brakes, we can actually immediately turn safety technology from a cost center to a cost saver. Ooh, we are talking right now about how artificial intelligence could be key to driver safety. My guest right now, VP Fleet Strategy Safety Strat. What? Wow, what a title! Barrett Young's with us. He's the Vice President of Fleet Safety Strategy. Uh, what's the name of the company? The company is called Netrodyne. Netrodyne. I like it. Okay, so tell me, what kind of a challenge is it for these drivers to uh, to get to know AI and to be able to implement that in the fleet? I mean, the drivers are the greatest asset, right? Drivers are definitely the greatest asset. And, and as I mentioned, if by viewing the technology as a way to improve their own performance, drivers are very they're very proud of their job and they want to do good at their job. And so by addressing and reinforcing all the great things you're doing through positive reinforcement and encouraging the narrative that this AI technology is there to help coach them in risky driving behaviors and really be proactive in preventing accidents from happening, then we really look at the position of we prevent, help you prevent accidents so you can go home safely to your family. Wow, good stuff. So small, medium business owners as well rely on AI for safety and also the financial net. That kind of impacts all of the drivers. Driver safety, though, is top of mind. 53% of these small and medium business owners say, look, with our fleets, yeah, 53%, they need that safety. And AI can actually help them have a better financial safety net. Can you explain that? It's really it comes down to just investing in the technology itself. So looking at it as a way to find and identify areas where the company or the fleet is spending money or wasting money that is that is unnecessary uh, to the bottom line. For example, looking at fuel usage. If you're unnecessarily wasting fuel through aggressive driving, or potentially even getting moving violations, a commercial moving violation is much more expensive than even one that we get as consumers. And so being able to identify that risky driving profile and then address it through positive coaching with drivers 
can really help save unnecessary expenditures. In fact, 85% uh, from the survey would consider purchasing an AI-based safety solution if the investments were just over a dollar per day per vehicle, which is exactly what Netsuline offers. Wow. So explain the smart tech just a little to uh, just maybe uh, some of our older listeners are, can get a little confused when you talk about AI or artificial intelligence uh, the, and the smart technology. What are we talking about? If we're sitting in the cab of a fleet commercial truck, what do we look, what, what's around us? What do we have? Yeah, so we have a device that attaches to the windshield. It kind of tucks in behind the rearview mirror. And what it does is it has a series of cameras that are constantly analyzing the road ahead. It looks at street signs. It can read the speed limit or a stop sign. It can uh, monitor all the other vehicles within a, a, a fisheye lens and monitor if vehicles are moving in or out of the lane in front of the vehicle. It also is monitoring and analyzing the driver itself. And therefore, it can help recognize are they drowsy or falling asleep are they distracted and looking at their phone? Obviously, both very risky behaviors that can lead to an accident. And by, by analyzing that, it can actually alert the driver in real time through an audible alert to stop doing those risky driving behaviors. And by doing so, we actually call those micro-corrections or micro-coaching in real time. So if you can put down your phone and actually monitor the, the road in front of you, then the likelihood of an accident reduces significantly. Oh, so does it report back to the office if you're uh, acting up on the road? <laughs> it does. It sends out uh, alerts and videos back to the fleet manager portal, which we call our intelligent driver monitoring system, um, where fleet managers and safety officers can communicate and coach drivers, again, just to do – uh, reinforce that positive behavior, or at least address areas that need to be improved. Mm. We've been talking with Barrett Young. He's the VP of Fleet Safety Strategy. Where can I send our listeners to get more information on artificial intelligence when it comes to driving on driver safety and all that commercial stuff? We have some really amazing resources over at netrodine.com backslash Safety. Say that again for us. Netrodine.com backslash fleet safety. Perfect. Perfect. You know, this is so great. I really enjoy it when I get to talk about things that are, you know, technically advancing us. And and this is a great one. Artificial intelligence, of course, driver safety, top of mind, saving gasoline, being secure on the road, not hurting other people. Great idea. Barrett Young, thank you so much for letting us know about this on the Florida Roundtable today. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. You're listening to the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. 
If you don't have insurance through your job, you can still get quality health coverage through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Not sure where to begin? A navigator can help you cut through the clutter. There's no obligation and the help is always free. Open enrollment ends January 15th, so don't wait. It's easy. From your mobile phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 navigator. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Shortness of breath, patients confused, temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? It's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready, let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. We're talking. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at FNNOnline.net. <laughs>